During this episode, we're joined by Melissa Kozak, co-founder of Cytus Health, a digital health transformation leader that enables real-time, secure collaboration between patients, care teams, care partners, physicians, and family members to optimize the patient experience and positively impact the financial outcome of the care provider. While together, Melissa shares her personal experiences as a post-acute nurse and the communication and care coordination challenges she faced while connecting frontline clinical teams with patients and partners in home-based care. Melissa also provides valuable advice for aspiring entrepreneurs looking to start a company in the home-based care space. Join us to learn about Cytus Health's mission, the impact of the pandemic on the shift of care to the home setting, and the need for collaborative efforts to solve the clinical shortage problem. Let's go. Welcome to Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli, where we highlight and speak with the innovators, the game changers, and the pioneers who are deeply passionate and relentless in solving the problems our world is facing today. This is your opportunity to connect with and learn from these leaders and to support them on their mission. Perhaps they will soon be hearing your story as well. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you on this journey with us. Hi, Melissa. A big, warm welcome to our podcast today. Thanks, Mike. Great to be here. Well, given your background as a post-acute nurse and seeing firsthand the communication and care coordination challenges connecting frontline clinical teams with patients, as well as field staff and partners in home-based care, and your passion to solve for it, I'm fired up for this conversation today. But before we dive in, a bit of housekeeping. While listening to any of our episodes, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast so you will automatically receive episode updates in your podcast player. Simply search Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lastly, please visit the bottom of the episode notes to connect with me on LinkedIn and Twitter in order to further the conversations occurring on this podcast. All right, Melissa, it's almost time for our community to learn how you and the Cytus Health team are transforming the way home-based care providers collaborate to make high-quality care more accessible and efficient. But first, what's that one piece of advice that you would give to others who are passionate about reimagining the health of our world? Oh, I would say that probably one of the most important things that I did when deciding whether or not I was going to start a company was actually talking to my patients about how the experience was for them receiving home-based care. I was very fortunate to be working as a post-acute care nurse when I recognized the challenges that were out there. And I went to my patients and I said, are these things challenging for you as well? And I learned a ton. And then I went to my colleagues who were other nurses and clinicians and found out that indeed there were many problems and many more that I didn't even know. So definitely talk to the ones receiving care and giving care. Melissa, I absolutely love it. This is one of the biggest pieces of advice that I think any aspiring entrepreneur that wants to launch her company should have right out the gates. So I got to ask you, did a mentor teach you that? Like, where did you know? I'm going to go and talk to our patients first. I'm going to talk to the other providers that may have this problem. How did you know to do that? Yeah, I think that my co-founder, it was not his first rodeo of starting a company. It certainly was mine, uh, gave me that advice. And then I read some books, Lean Canvas and others that talked about going right to those end users. And it was just so convenient. I was visiting these patients anyway on a weekly basis and had developed a rapport with them over weeks and months. And they were more than happy to provide that free advice to me. So I soaked it in whenever and wherever I could. 
Yeah, it's absolutely paramount. A lot of entrepreneurs have a vision, have an idea of like, hey, this is what I'm going to build. This is going to be the product I'm going to help solve for X. But then it lands flat because they didn't go and talk to the end user. It is incredibly, incredibly invaluable to make sure that you bake that in, on the, especially on the front end of launching a company. I absolutely love it, Melissa. I love that that's what you guys started with. Get out there, gain that feedback before you launch the company. We're going to talk about your company seven plus years in now with Citus Health. We're going to talk about how it came to be, all the good stuff and all the good troublemaking you and the team have been doing in the marketplace. We're going to unpack all that and more after we get back from thanking our community champion sponsor. Located in Denver, Colorado's nationally ranked River North District, Catalyst is a healthcare innovation campus that brings together stakeholders from across the industry to accelerate innovation and drive real, lasting change our nation desperately needs. From established organizations to startups, from accelerators to advocacy organizations, and from medical schools to global companies, everyone at Catalyst works side by side to create, develop, refine, and bring to market cutting-edge innovations that will fundamentally transform healthcare as we know it. With industry leaders like Medical Group Management Association, Olive, Medical Solutions, UC Health, Cirrus MD, and many others calling Catalyst home, along with innovative pioneers visiting from across the nation, Catalyst continually fosters their foundational belief that collaboration and partnerships will move the healthcare industry forward. To virtually tour Catalyst and claim your space on campus or host an upcoming event, visit CatalystHealthTech.com or visit the top of the episode notes and click on their link. All right, we are back with Melissa Kozak, founder and president of Citus Health. Melissa, thank you so much for setting the stage on the front end here. Could not agree with you more. You have to get out there, talk to the end users. It's incredible what you will find. And not just do it on the front end of a company, do it throughout the life of the company as things continue to evolve and you continue to think through what's that next iteration of the product and the technology or service. Very, very important. So let's dive in, Melissa. Seven plus years now, president and founder of Citus Health. You know as well as I do, you obviously read a lot of books within this space. A lot of startups don't even get past year one or two. So this is a huge deal. We're going to talk about how it came to be, those aha moments of building the company and the things that you guys are experiencing today in the marketplace and how it's going. And then, of course, we'll pull the proverbial crystal ball off the shelf. Talk a little bit future state. What are you seeing on the horizon? What should we be mindful of as leaders in this industry and what you're seeing out there? And what's that next big thing for Citus Health? And then, of course, how it can be helping you. But first, Melissa, let's take it back a bit. How did this all come to be in the first place? Where were those aha moments? You talked about a little bit on the front end. How did Citus Health come to be the company that it is now today? Well, I was practicing as a registered nurse in New York City, seeing many patients a day who were receiving complex infusion care in their home. And it was really right out of the gate. I noticed so many inefficiencies that were causing poor experiences for the patient, poor outcomes, really making my job, my colleague's job filled with friction and tasks that were outside of really providing that direct patient care. For example, you know, if a patient needed support in their home after hours and a nurse wasn't with them, they had to call an 800 number, it would route to a call center, the call could get dropped or routed to a non-clinician, phone tag would ensue, and you know that patient wouldn't get the support they'd need, and sometimes they'd run off to the ER. Or I would walk into a patient's home and they were flooded with just so many supplies, and they only had a day or two of care remaining, and they would just throw out these unused materials because 
There was no good way for the companies I was working for to have visibility into the patient's home to see what they had on hand, what did they need, or maybe even worse, at 10 o'clock at night, the patient didn't have the thing that they needed and an unscheduled courier would have to come out. So there were so many touch points along the journey of the patient and the care they were receiving where I went, man, if there was some sort of a digital tool here, it would be so much easier for the patient to stay well in their home, to not unnecessarily utilize the emergency department, for nurses to wrap up their day at the end of their shift and be with their friends and family and feel like they did a job well done, not have to take that work home. And finally, I would say my last straw moment was I had a patient who was being treated for an infection, serious one actually, in his heart. He was on an IV infusion pump and I came to see him uh, one morning. He was very distraught, very upset. He said his infusion device had been alarming all night. It was kept his wife awake. He was trying to get support, calling that number I was talking about. He couldn't get through to anyone. He ended up unplugging the machine. And again, this was treating an infection in his heart. And that was really my last straw moment where I said, somebody's got to build a tool here that can make sure that these patients get fast access to clinicians when they need it. And that was the beginning of Cytus Health. Wow. Powerful. It takes those experiences sometimes for others say, this is it. We can't keep doing this. Literally madness, right? And then to be able to take the ball and run with it and go launch the company. Incredible, incredible backstory, Melissa. But before we dive in and and talk about what is and who is Cytus Health, I do have to ask a couple more questions. You were a highly trained nurse, right? You did a lot of education, become a nurse. Did you have on your roadmap to be a founder of a technology company? Definitely not. I knew that I wanted to make a bigger impact than direct patient care because it's really one to a few in that sort of arena. I could maybe help five patients a day, something along those lines. I knew I wanted to have a one-to-many impact. I had no idea how that would happen in terms of kind of an entrepreneurial itch. My father was an entrepreneur. I always kind of sold things on Craigslist. I got into various ideas about businesses, but I had no idea that I was starting a technology company. Honest to goodness, I thought I was solving a challenge I was just facing every day and had no idea what this would lead to. Well, and you're spot on, right? This was something that was personal to you. You saw it on the front lines. Example is that patient that had the heart infection. You experienced it viscerally and noticed that lack of care being given to these patients and it could be solved for. We'll get to Citus in just a moment. I have one more question because there's so many aspiring entrepreneurs that tune in that want to be Melissa one day. How important is it? And you mentioned it, right? Like I didn't have being a tech founder on the roadmap, but you are wildly, wildly passionate to make a dent in that one to many and making sure that patients receive the care that frankly they deserve. How important is it to have that fire in your belly and that passion? Because you know, as well as I do, building a tech startup is the highs of highs and the lows of lows, right? It is an absolute roller coaster. How important is it to have that fire in the belly to solve something so big that you guys are doing at Cytus Health? There's probably nothing more important than having the fire in the belly. Ever since my company was acquired, I get asked by aspiring entrepreneurs, they come to me with business ideas, and I do talk about that fire in the belly and how difficult the journey is and how many roads seem like the road that's going to lead to the there and then it's a dead end. 
and how you have to stomach that and have grit and just always keep your eye on your goal and go through brick walls to make your company successful. If you don't have that drive, startup world, entrepreneurism, it's probably not what you want to go down because while the reward can be so big in so many ways, it is one of the most painful things I've ever gone through. So if you don't have that fire, Mike, and that passion, I would advise against it. Couldn't agree more. I absolutely, it is. It's tough. It isn't being a startup founder and an entrepreneur is, is not for everybody. And that's okay. Because to your point, you have to pick yourself off the mat many, many, many times. You know, I was very fortunate. I helped build it and it was with the founder of a healthcare innovation campus in downtown Denver. And if I stopped at my 10,000th, no, literally, it probably would have never happened, right? But sometimes I know, sounds like you didn't either. Taking no for an answer was just not part of my game plan. And so it's important to make sure you have that grit and that fire in order to sustain you as you continue to build a company. So let's go there. Let's talk about the company. Melissa, I know you've done it a number of times. Give us that elevator pitch. Who is Citus Health? Absolutely. So Citus Health helps care providers who actually provide care in the home outside of the hospital. It helps those providers communicate with patients a little easier, provide them support when they have issues and questions come up so those patients can stay healthy in their home, not go back to the hospital. And it helps our customers to coordinate that care with one another. Simply put, home-based care providers, whether they're a home health organization, a hospice organization, home infusion, specialty pharmacy, these are the markets we're in within the home-based care arena. They all have EHR or electronic health record systems, but what they lacked before Citus Health was one single platform where they can communicate and coordinate that care. They relied on manual, mostly telephonic processes to reach out to patients, to set up deliveries, supplies, nursing visits. They relied on telephonic processes to enable their patients to ask questions or get support. They are still relying heavily on the fax machine and paper, et cetera. So we become that system of coordination and outreach, and we integrate into their existing EHR systems. Gotcha. And in regards to, again, you did it, right? You went and got that feedback. You went and talked to the end users. What's the feedback been like? You and I, we we can talk about, oh, our company is the greatest thing since sliced bread. That doesn't mean anything. What does the end user think about the experience? I mean, from a patient perspective, one of the things that is so rewarding is getting patient testimonials. Like it was so much easier to do business with you, home healthcare company, because you provided this app to me where I could send you a secure message, hop on a video chat, order my supplies on the comfort of my own home or in my own time. So the end user is saying, you helped remove friction from the care process. Now, that's the patient perspective. From the clinician perspective, whether it's nurses, pharmacists, physical therapists, what we hear, and especially of late in the last few years, is our caseloads are growing like never before. We're being asked to do more with less, more administrative things, things that we did not go to nursing school for. And your platform takes away seven of the phone calls I have to make during the day, or it takes away an extra trip 
back to the office to just deliver a signed piece of paper that's going to get scanned into the EHR enables me to end my day, transition to my personal life, have that work-life balance. That's why we get up and do what we do every day. It's all about removing that friction from the care process. And that's beautiful, right? I mean, it is insane what's happening in regards to our professionals out there, our nurses and the workloads and the things that they're being asked to do. It's absolutely maddening. So to hear that, it's incredibly positive and something that is very, very needed at this time, as you know. In regards to, let's go back to the patient. A lot of people say, oh, patients aren't going to use a piece of technology. There's no way. They're not going to use that software. Was that something that you had heard and overcame it? What was that experience like? We hear that time and again in healthcare. Oh, the patient's not going to use that. How would you respond? Well, in many cases, they won't. And you have to adapt to that and meet them where they're at. So when we came out of the gate in 2016, we had a native mobile app for patients to use. And there absolutely were many who used it. And then others who were not what we would call tech savvy who didn't. And so we evolved our technology to say, what is the patient's preference? Do they want a mobile app? Great, give them that. Do they want appless technology where they can just communicate through an SMS, through an email, those types of things? And so we evolved our platform that, hey, a patient doesn't have to register for our platform, remember another username and password. They could simply click on a link in a text and engage that way, order their supplies that way, confirm their nursing visits. So I do believe that there was more doubt than was warranted about patients not being willing to use software. There were a population who weren't going to go through that extra hurdle of logging in somewhere. So we had to adjust to that and evolve our solution. And excited to say from a product standpoint, what we think about all the time is how can we remove barriers to engagement and make sure that any type of patient, regardless of their tech level experience, can engage on the Citus Health platform. And in regards to Citus Health, when we start thinking a little bit of future state, right, things continue to evolve and things are changing rapidly in healthcare, right? We saw a lot of the inequities and a lot of the brokenness of healthcare be fully exposed during the pandemic. And we're not going to put a lot of those genies back in the bottle, and rightfully so. This is a good thing. We're going to continue to see change in this industry and hopefully change for the better. So with that, Melissa, as things continue to accelerate and we see innovation and change happening in the industry, let's take that crystal ball off the shelf a bit. What are you seeing in your space from your vantage point? And then also, where is Citus Health going to be in the future? Let's think two to three, three to five years from now. Sure. Well, Citus Health's premise has always been care is moving more and more into the home setting. We saw it years ago, kind of pre-COVID, that the home was the preferred site of care for the patient because it's the most convenient. You don't have to worry about getting a ride, sitting in a waiting room, potentially to be around other sick people. It's absolutely the lowest cost site of care from a payer perspective. So that care has been moving into the home and COVID just accelerated that. We're, we're seeing during wave one of the pandemic when patients couldn't actually go to their doctor's office. They had to get that care in the home. They had to use digital tools to connect to their providers. And a trial by fire actually proved that it works and care can be safely delivered in the home. So that premise that we were really founded on come to fruition and that trend is happening. 
So we're really looking to continue leading the way with providing solutions to home-based care providers so that they can keep their patients safe in the home, supported in the home, and have positive outcomes. You know, as we're looking at the landscape, of course, we know value-based purchasing on the home health side, 2023 being the first performance year. A lot of our customers are so focused on this now because there are real revenue implications for them, 5% increase or decrease in a revenue adjustment based on outcomes that they can prove uh, with their patients. So for us, it's about how do we help those home-based care providers stay more closely connected to their patients in the home so they can identify potential adverse events on the horizon intervene before bad situations become really bad situations and keep those rehospitalization rates low and other measures that are being used to calculate those sorts of revenue adjustments. So that's what we're doing over the next two to three years as value-based purchasing is now here. It's ramping up. We think it's going to come to hospice. Just continue to provide those support tools to our customers. You know, also in that a little bit of a near-term future state. And thank you for that, Melissa. I couldn't agree more. It also, we start thinking about getting ahead of adverse conditions. Is the connected patient a part of that experience? Connected technology, connected devices, the digital self, what does that look like as well for you? Absolutely. I mean, that's what we need to be part of that ecosystem. So imagine a patient has congestive heart failure, a very common diagnosis for a home health patient, They have a connected scale. They have a connected blood pressure device. It's beaming back data to the EHR. But enter Citus Health, and we could simply send a touch point on a daily basis over to that patient asking them, hey, are your ankles swollen? Are you feeling short of breath? Did you remember to take your medication? Those types of things. So supplementing the remote patient monitoring with what we call remote patient support, we believe that is the combination that is going to keep patients on track with their plan of treatments and prevent them from going in a direction we don't want them to go in and continuing to provide that education. Education in home-based care is so important. It might seem oversimplified, but when you're receiving care outside of the four walls of the hospital, you don't have a nurse around you 24-7. You don't have a team to just turn around and ask, can you help me through this shoebox full of medication? Which one am I supposed to take? And what's this rash developing and all those kinds of things and this complex equipment that I'm operating. So making sure we can stay closely connected, supplementing that with digital technology so patients feel like they have the knowledge to take care of themselves and their families is absolutely what we're focused on. Yeah, and it's absolutely going to be a reality. It's going to be pretty much a must-have. We are going to have to do this as industry leaders in order to meet the call that is in front of all of us. So thank you for that, Melissa. Now let's go ahead and we'll throw the crystal ball back on the shelf for now and bring it back to current state. You know, one thing I absolutely love is the community rallied around this podcast. It's incredible. The network out there helping each other out as we continue to work together to move the healthcare industry forward. So with that, Melissa, what's one problem, need, or question that you and the Citus Health team have that our community can be helping you with? Look, I've been a nurse for a little, I think, 15 or 16 years now, and the clinical shortage we're in now is by far the worst that I've seen in my career and, and what I hear really in decades. And so how do we help? 
clinicians. We can't make new nurses out of thin air, but how can we look at models where we are really respecting the profession of nursing, where we're taking those administrative tasks of their plates and giving them back the time that they need in order to provide that patient care? How do we look at absolutely recruiting more nurses, providing more schools to develop young talent, things like that. But how do we do that in a time where there is going to be a massive caregiving shortage and more patients than ever to take care of? So I think as a community, we need to come together and we need to solve it. Digital technology is one piece of it, but it's certainly not going to be the silver bullet. Well, I know there's a lot of people tuning in on this podcast that is very passionate on that specific subject matter. So Melissa, how can the community get a hold of you, have those conversations and think through and have some you know, collaborative discussion? How to get a hold of you, contact points online, social media handles or otherwise? Absolutely. On LinkedIn, uh, Melissa Kozak, you can hit me on email, melissa.kozak at situshealth.com. Would love to connect and talk to the community. Easy enough. And for our listening community, just simply scroll on down in your favorite podcast player into the episode notes. All those contact points from Melissa and the Citus Health team will be there. Additionally, you can head over to our free global online community at passionatepioneers.com. There will be a post for Melissa's uh, show and episode. And in regards to all those contact points, you'll be able to find it in that post as well. Again, over at passionatepioneers.com. All right, Melissa, we're going to wind it down so we can get you back to your team so you guys can continue to cause all that good trouble over there at Citus Health. Before we let you go, I got to fill in the blank for you. I'm a passionate pioneer because? Because needing healthcare is hard enough. So receiving healthcare should not be harder. Love it. I absolutely love it. Melissa, way to wind it down for us, way to bring it all together. Thank you for everything that you and the Citus Health team are doing for our nation. It is needed now more than ever. Rooting you on. Keep us posted with all of the developments within the Citus Health camp. But for now, Melissa, thank you for spending time with our community and being on our podcast today. Thanks, Mike. Thank you for joining us today on Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. We'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast so we can continue to improve this community and to further support the pioneers being featured. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends and colleagues to join us. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you back with us during our next episode.